Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, <laughs> adventures, and ghosts. This is News Fighters. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. With Dylan Behan. Yes, g'day fighters. Welcome to the final summer best of for the summer of 2022. Hope you've all been having a good summer. I've been taking some time off, but... I'm going to be back with brand new episodes of News Fighters starting next Friday, February 11th, 2022. And this year, just to make things a little bit easier, I'm going fortnightly uh, with some extra bonus weekly episodes when news breaks. So make sure you stay subscribed. This week's final summer best of bonus episode is our December Patreon bonus episode. Yes, I've decided I'm going to release one of the Patreon episodes on the regular free feed so you can check it out. And if you enjoy it, why not join our Patreon at patreon.com slash newsfighters. Or if you're an Apple podcast listener, you can uh, click uh, support the show or whatever the button is in the Apple podcasts app. Uh, and sign up for $6 a month in the News Fighters feed and get the bonus episodes right there in your Apple Podcasts app uh, as an Apple Podcast subscription. And Apple uh, doesn't take all the money. I actually get some of that. I know, hard to believe. Uh, anyways, yeah, so sit back and enjoy this uh, Patreon uh, bonus episode. And if you like it, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash newsfighters. And if you don't like it, well, you can still support the show by buying me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash newsfighters. Here it is, your Patreon December bonus episode of Newsfighters. Enjoy. This is Newsfighters. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. With Dylan Behan. News Fighters, yeah! Welcome to the News Fighters bonus episode for December. Let's get into it, shall we? Uh, it's 35 degree day in Sydney today, so I'm recording with the window open. So if you hear a bit of traffic noise, uh, that's why. Uh, yes, um, as I'm recording this, I'm recording this on Sunday the 19th of December. Uh, Omicron 
uh, is hitting everything. I went out to dinner last night, and because of that, I'm ready to start planning my funeral. We're all freaking out about Omicron, and uh, I'm kind of glad I'm not making new episodes at the moment because I would just be doing uh, the same jokes over and over. Um, anyways, yes, so uh, get ready. I'm going to have the uh, year in review episode out. Uh, very shortly, um, just about to start working on that. Today, I recorded Stefan's year in review of showbiz and sports segments. So, uh, stick around. I'm going to have, we've got like six minutes of outtakes from Stefan of all the stuff we couldn't fit in that because it was such a big year of showbiz and sports. And I was looking, looking back on the old ones. I uh, did a lot about podcasts this year, but didn't, um, talk about video games. I don't know what, what happened in video games. I don't know. Uh, anyways, yes, not much to talk about. Uh, I'm on holidays from uh, new episodes. I'm going to record uh, intros uh, for a whole bunch of repeat episodes for all of January. Because um, look, looking at the stats, it's from mid-December to end of January, first week of February, no one's listening in Australia. Really, it's dead. So, a uh, good time to conserve my energy and... Uh, play some highlights from the year. So yeah, if you're on the podcasting app feeds, um, Spotify, Apple, Pocket Cast, whatever you're using, uh, January, I'll be having some great repeats of bits and pieces. Um, so listen to that. Stick around for that. Uh, I don't think there'll be a new bonus episode on the Patreon in January. I apologize. Um, for that because I'm going to be on holidays. So, uh, feel free to, um, uh, if you want to take a break from the Patreon for a month, um, feel free. Uh, but thank you for supporting us. I do appreciate it and uh, supporting us uh, during the summer uh, break. Um, and also, thanks to everyone. I got got a few coffees bought for me uh, on Buy Me A Coffee as well uh, last week leading up to Christmas, which was great. But anyways, yes, we're heading into summer. Um, it's been good uh, not having to do new episodes the last couple of weeks and do um, corporate work. <laughs> Um, which will hopefully uh, pay for uh, me to take January off. Um, yes, but anyways, just a reminder, we're on uh, Twitter and Instagram, at NewsFightersPod. Uh, we're on Facebook as well. I don't post on there very often, just sporadically. Um, and uh, if you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, I put up all the segments with videos, and uh, I feel my dumb head in my little home office here. Uh, yelling at the clip. So um, I think it's at YouTube. Yes, youtube.com slash newsfighters worked last I checked, which is which is great. Um, anyways, let's get into it, shall we? I don't have too much to talk about. We've got a bunch of outtakes and stuff uh, this week. Um, I figured let's start with um, the last original episode I did in January. Uh, I had uh, talked about Omicron and it was the end of Scott Morrison's disastrous last fortnight in Parliament uh, when a whole bunch of ministers announced they're not recontesting. And and Morrison was trying to bring the attention back to issues he cares about, uh, which is namely um, social media laws and making everyone display their true name on social media, which to me sounds like something this is kind of something out of China. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting priorities given nobody I know has paid sick leave really. And, and they want us to, uh, no one can afford a house. And, uh, Morrison's top priority is, uh, no one can say mean things about me on Twitter unless I know their name and address. 
So, anyways, there was a little bit of an outtake from that episode, Ep 91, from December 3rd, about this kind of stuff uh, and a couple of jokes that I wound up putting in the 2SER episode. So, anyways, here's some outtakes from episode 91 on December 3rd. All right, so with the parliament sitting over for the year, the government's now going to talk about some of its uh, policy priorities ahead of the election, uh, including this one they announced this week. Online trolls would be unmasked in a social media crackdown that could see companies forced to reveal the identity of anonymous bullies. Anyway, so uh, what else will be in these uh, social media crackdown laws? Planned law would make social media companies liable for defamatory statements made on their platforms. New laws, social media companies like Facebook and Twitter would be deemed publishers. It means they would be liable for defamatory comments posted on their platforms. Well, if social media companies are going to be held liable, I think that's going to mean the end of social media companies in Australia. They're not going to want to have to deal with frivolous lawsuits here all the time. They're just going to pack up and leave. What are we going to do without Facebook and Twitter? Yeah, no, good point. That might, that might be good, actually. Attorney General Michaela Cash summed up how the law is going to work. As a result of going through the complaints procedure, they are able to provide the complainant with the details of the online troll. In other words, unmask them with either their email address, their mobile phone number or other relevant details to enable that person to take a defamation action against them. Yes, the only problem with this is our uh, defamation laws in Australia are so vague that uh, you can sue someone for defamation if you, even if you're offended. So if you say ScoMo's got a big nose and he's offended, he can sue you for defamation. So the government will just be able to reveal everyone online if they're offended in any way, which is kind of like what social media is all about. <laughs> But besides, some of the best abuse isn't done by cowards in basements online. It's done by opposition leader Anthony Albanese on the floor of the House of Representatives to Peter Dutton this week. Uh, sit down. I, I'm sit still down. hearing you sit down, Buffett. You sit down. The, I've got the, the call. Of the House I've got the call. Seat. Sit down. Meanwhile, in New South Wales, our new Premier Dominic Perrottet delivered his first big speech to business leaders, and he said this. To take this once-in-a-generation opportunity to reimagine what Sydney can be. How about a city with trams that work? No, seriously, he also uh, did a bit of dreaming big for the state. He uh, had this to say. I will lead a modern government that doesn't accept the status quo. New South Wales cannot just be a service economy. We have to keep making things. How about you start by making some trams that work? Yes, just a couple of minutes of outtakes there that did make it in episode 91. Uh, that epi episode as well, I don't know if you could tell, I tried to do it like I did the Gladys Resigns Perite episode a month or two ago because I got to about nine o'clock and I was leaving town the next morning. We were driving down the coast and I was kind of like, well, if I write the script, I won't start recording till midnight and then I won't finish editing and uploading till three or four in the morning. And I need to get a decent night's sleep to drive. So I basically, um, once I had the clips arranged, I didn't write the script top to bottom. I just, I kind of, I wrote it a lot as I went, actually. I would play the clip and say a few versions of the joke and then move on and then did it together in the editing. Look, it probably only saved an hour or two, but uh, it was... Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's. I'm trying to make the show as efficiently as possible. And and next year, um, uh, over the break, I'm going to work out what the plan is with News Fighters next year. But I definitely have to figure out a way to make it a bit more um, efficiently. It can't be a full time job I do on top of my other full time job. Um, so yes. Anyways, look, we might as well get to it. The uh, 
uh, year in review episode. Uh, we had uh, Stefan, third year in a row, I've had him on to do his showbiz, showbiz and arts and culture recap. And uh, um, I absolutely love it. He's great fun. So uh, I thought I'd play some outtakes from Stefan. And here he is uh, with his 2021 arts and culture year in review outtakes. Here we go. First up in movie news this year, the top movies of the year were No Time to Die, Black Widow, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Halloween Kills. Yes, thanks to Hollywood for reminding us we're all going to die. There was also a movie called Jungle Cruise, which made us just want to kill ourselves. It was a big year for Australian reality TV shows with Big Brother VIP managing to secure Caitlyn Jenner and former Donald Trump aide Omar Rosa while the masked singer had British footballer Vinnie Jones and pop singer Anastasia. Wow, they let a pop singer onto the masked singer? That kind of ruins it for everyone. I only tune into that show to see rugby league players embarrass themselves in a way that doesn't wind up with them in court. Cutlin Jenner only lasted eight days in the Big Brother VIP, which is still longer than her campaign for Governor of California. Of course, the biggest reality TV show drama of the year involved the royal family when Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were interviewed by Oprah and revealed that, wow, leaving the royal family meant the royal family didn't like them very much anymore. What a surprise. At least they're living a quiet life now. For more info, tune into their podcast, Netflix show, Instagram, or TikTok or YouTube channel, probably. 1970s disco kings and queens ABBA got back together after almost 40 years, and most of us haven't even heard the new album. They announced they're going to performing concerts, but only as holograms. Probably so they don't have to listen to drunk mums and girls on hen's nights yell, Mamma Mia, play Dancing Queen again during the entire show. Prince William declared his favourite music is ACDC. He said in an interview, there's nothing better on a Monday morning when you're a bit blurry-eyed after the weekend and trying to get yourself back into the grind of the week listening to ACDC's Thunderstruck. What grind of the week? You have nannies and butlers and get driven everywhere. It's not like you work down a coal mine 15 hours a day in Afghanistan. I'm sorry, but Prince William declaring his week is a grind takes to quote ACDC some big balls and maybe some coffee. And also, and also in music news, it is rocker Brian Adams tested positive for COVID twice in one month, causing him to cancel his up-and-coming appearances done at the local Toyota dealership and karaoke bar. In good news, at least some people were spared having to listen to the music of Brian Adams for 14 days. The 2020 Olympics happened a year late, without crowds or TV audiences, as ratings were way down. What? Of course ratings were way down. There was hardly no one in the grounds. And you mean Americans didn't want to get up at 4am to watch a 14-year-old kid on skateboards listening to the earpods 15 time zones away. I find that hard to believe. Speaking of the Olympics, many Western countries, including Australia, the USA and Canada, have announced diplomatic boycotts of the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympic Games. It turns out that it's not just about trying to send a political message, they just don't want to be drunk with the Chinese government officials, and then the next thing you know, 
They've agreed to invade Taiwan with them. A woman caused a crash at the Tour de France while holding up a sign. I was not sure what the actual sign was saying, but I think it was in reference to Pauline Hansen or Clive Palmer weight loss products. This is the single worst crash I've ever seen. Hopefully until Scott Morrison at the 2022 election. At the Australian Open, Novak Djokovic complained about having to quarantine for two weeks, making several demands of the Dan Andrews Victorian government. Some of these demands were fresh Serbian food cooked by hotel chefs who do not even know how to cook Serbian food, chocolate strawberries, a signed Chuck Norris exercise machine and imported from the USA, a signed Sylvester Stallone pair of boxer shorts, and a singing telegram from the poor, overworked, underpaid hotel housekeeping staff. For the upcoming 2022 Australian Open, the Australian tennis and Victorian government have finally announced the new medical exemption rules that will allow unvaccinated players to compete. Some of these rule changes include must be born in Belgrade, Serbia in 1987, and your name must rhyme with blowback cockerswitch. Wow, these rules are so rigorous, they almost won't let anyone in, except for that one guy called Cockerswitch. Also in cricket news, the Ashes are back in Australia, but due to border restrictions, without the thousands of drunken balmy army British fans that usually visit. The Republican movement is so worried that the Ashes might quickly forget just how much they hate the British people and want us to remain with the monarchy. Wow. The A-League and Socceroo games started being played in full on free-to-air for the first time in 16 years. Foxtel was so sad to see the loss of the coverage, but happy to have helped develop the A-League from its start in 2006. In reality, it's far better for the code to be sent on free-to-air in unrestricted replays anytime. Also in A-League news, there's a new Sydney soccer team called MacArthur. What the hell? There's no such suburb called MacArthur, but they get a soccer team? What's next? A soccer team for the other made-up suburbs, Stefantown and Dillonville? Will they get soccer teams in the A-League? I certainly hope so. And we're back. That's Stefan. Outtakes from his year in review, arts and culture thing, um, which was, look, it was, a, it, was a, it was a weird year for movies and arts and culture, but it was great to have Stefan uh, sum all that up again. And if you're a fan of Stefan, Stefan's an old friend of mine. We used to do uni together, uh, radio together at uni. Um, I've got a whole YouTube playlist um, called The Stefan Zone on our YouTube channel where I've got all the Stefan segments together, which is good fun. And I'm thinking, um, uh, I might, I'm not sure if I'll release it in January or just have it in my back pocket for down the track of, but I'm thinking of putting together an episode, uh, a best of on the podcast feed of all the best Stefan segments. Um, so stick around for that. And also another best of uh, repeat episode I'm thinking of putting out in January is all the 2SER segments, uh, which the uh, outtakes before had some bits of, because I released these four, um, these four minute uh, 2SER segments throughout the year. So that's, uh, that was on that. Uh, so anyway, just some things to keep an eye out for. Now, wh- what have we got left coming up here? Well, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, I thought um, just for fun, because uh, basically this episode is the clearinghouse of stuff I have lying around, basically, because it's the December bonus episode. End of the year. Everything must go. 
Um, I thought one fun thing I could include, uh, which I haven't released, and I thought would be released because I put quite a bit of effort into them, um, was some promos I recorded, some ads I recorded for News Fighters earlier in the year for Sans Pants, uh, for Sans Pants people to put in their podcasts. No, no idea if they got played. Um, I probably shouldn't have spent quite as much time on them. But uh, anyways, I think I've got three back to back here. So um, here's uh, three uh, News Fighters promos I made for Sans Pants. And by the way, if anyone wants these, uh, drop us a line. Uh, if you want to put it in your podcast, I will, you know, be very appreciative. Anyways, here we go. Uh, News Fighters promos uh, m- made by me um, for the Sans Pants Network. Roll it. In these unprecedented times of fake news, alternative facts, and increasingly fractured politics, who do you trust to give you just the boring straight facts without spin or commentary? Well, not the podcast news fighters. It's just a collection of wacky clips and sarcastic jokes delivered every week by me, burned out former TV comedy editor, Dylan Bain. So, for news you can trust, go to Facebook or somewhere else, I don't care. But for wacky clips and funny rants, subscribe to News Fighters, wherever good podcasts are sold. Hi, I'm Dylan Bain, host of the podcast News Fighters, now on Sands Pants. If you like a podcast that's a well-edited rant about the week in news full of hilarious out-of-context clips, then News Fighters is the show for you. Isn't that right, ScoMo? I love curries. I didn't even ask you about curries, but fine. Albo, what do you think? Albo likes a beer after work. Well, that's not a surprise. So, subscribe and listen to News Fighters wherever you get your podcasts, with special extended episodes and a monthly bonus ep on Sans Pants Plus. I love curries. Yes, we know, we know. Hello there, I'm Dylan Bain, host of the podcast News Fighters. Now... I don't know about you, but are you also having trouble getting a good night's sleep lately? Is your mattress feeling tight and flabby, but you don't want to spend a fortune replacing it? Well then, you should subscribe to my hilarious news comedy podcast, News Fighters, now on Sans Pants Radio. It sums up the week in Australian news, media, and political hypocrisy, while also supporting your lower back to ensure you get a good night's sleep. So, subscribe to News Fighters now, wherever you get your podcasts, and check out our extended and bonus episodes on Sans Pants Plus. Note to listeners, disregard the bit about subscribing to Sans Pants Plus. Uh, the bonus episodes are now only on the Patreon or uh, Apple Podcasts. Yes, those were some of our promos I made for the podcast this year uh, that I'm clearing out in our December bonus episode, Year in Review episode. Now, um, also, as it's a clearinghouse, I figured now would be a good time for me to roll out um, something that uh, I've been playing for a few months now. I've wanted to do all year. Uh, You might remember I did an episode on Christopher Pine's podcast, Pine Time, uh, where I played a bunch of hilarious out-of-context clips from that. And then I, um, throughout the year, had a new segment called Whiff of Pine, where at the end of every episode I would play uh, Christopher Pine, a funny out-of-clip, out-of-context clip of Christopher Pine from his podcast. Anyway, there's a whole bunch left over that I didn't get time to put in the show. So here we go now. For your listening pleasure, here's a whole bunch of out-of-context Pine Time Clips. 
I regret going into politics when I was 25. Yeah. I think... Why? I, because at the time I thought I would be able to make a contribution and I knew mm. heaps of stuff. And then, of course, looking back, I realised at 25 I didn't really know anything at all. Because my mother left me at David Jones once and drove home. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I wasn't supposed to come back. It might have been like <laughs> Hansel and Gretel being taken into the forest. And I remember standing there thinking, oh... Anyway, and then I went behind the counter. I must have been about five or six or something and spoke to the ladies there and they popped me in the lunchroom oh. and found her because it was long before mobile phones, found her and rang her and she'd, she'd driven all the way home. She just had a bit of a moment, I think. Oh, look, it's, And yeah. forgotten about me. Well, my- Do you know, I was on FM radio one morning. You know how they always ask you questions that you don't expect? And they said, who do you back for in the... Premier League, I think it's called in in Britain. Yep. Is it called the Premier League? Premier League. I said, the Tottenham Hotspurs. <laughs> he said, really? I said, oh, yes. I'm a big Spurs fan. <laughs> My children said to me, like, when I got home from work that day, we didn't know you followed the Premier League, Dad. I said, I've got no idea what it is. <laughs> I said, but... You said you followed the Spurs. I said, it's the only team I've ever heard of. <laughs> so what about Manchester United and Manchester City and, you know, that one with the cannon? What are they called? Arsenal. 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 The Gunners. And I said, but I had this image of the cockerel, the blue cockerel. Yes. And I thought, what is that? That Spurs one, the Tottenham Hotspurs. Just, I had to make it up. And then I had to become a Tottenham Hotspurs fan, right? <laughs> because out, got the jersey. Publicly, everyone thought I was got really keen soccer fan. <laughs> it's terribly funny. I didn't have any idea. You have forgotten this, but one day we were c- catching the ferry mm. and I was talking to a, a woman on the, on the ferry mm. and I said to her, you and Lucy were there, I said, you look very much like a friend of mine called Bill Ferris. And she said, I'm Bill Ferris's daughter. Do you remember that? I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> what a coincidence. Well, you still see that a bit depending where you are, actually. There's, you know, there's a lot of, there'll be a lot of Anglo-Saxon names on a list, for example, and you'll think, where's... Hmm. And then you'll realise you're looking at a Liberal Party branch list from the country. I like the old pine lime splice. Oh, who doesn't? When did they go out? I know they're still in. You're kidding. You can still buy yourself a pine lime splice. Because I stay away from that part of the supermarket or the service station, usually. We were leaders in cuisine in the yes, pancake absolutely. kitchen. Mm. So what would happen in the situation where it was too far and too deep and they couldn't go in? I wanted to be the Pope. You wanted to be the Pope? <laughs> when I was at school. I wanted to be the Pope. So you can't park 8,000 trucks in the high street of Armadale now. <laughs> I'm from Adelaide and we're a bit renaissance. I'd knocked myself out with my first martini. Oh, well. Which is also an important life lesson. I didn't like squirting the vomit out of the front veranda. 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, thanks for listening to this summer repeat. I hope everyone's having a good summer. Just a reminder to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NewsFightersPod. You can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash newsfighters, or you can uh, join our Patreon for bonus and early release episodes at patreon.com slash newsfighters. Also, sign up for our newsletter at newsfighters.com. Hope you're having a good summer. Keep fighting, and bye for now. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.